0: Welcome! Another edition of It's Still Real to Me. Everything It's Still Real to Me. Everything Zaslo Show 2.0 brought to us by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-3. That's 800-747-3733. You've been involved in an accident. Any co- You deal with a personal injury from a hit and run, slip and fall, car accident, boating, motorcycle, whatever it is. I send you to Anna jar and Levine Accident Attorneys because they're going to get you the money you deserve while treating you like family. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, 800 733. Our pal is Joey Levin, as we will recap the world of pro wrestling here. It is a Saturday morning. Good to see you. How you doing? Good morning, Joey. Doing well. How you doing, Zaz? I'm good. I, I wanted to. I, I wanted to talk, I wanted to start the show today, actually. So earlier in the week... I believe it or not, I, I have not gotten around to the Cody Rhodes documentary yet. Like that's, that's stupid, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. So
1: I that's I, have... stupid. We're busy people. Uh, uh, no, I I need
0: to. I need to get around to it. But I did watch the other day, and I watched it with my younger son. We watched Angle. All right. The yeah. the new documentary on Peacock.
1: It's, a, it's, a, it's sort that's sort of a heavy uh, doc for a kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It. A yeah. lot of drugs, pills, yeah. that kind of deal. Yeah. So I, I use it as a learning tool. I sure, turned sure. I turned to him at one point and go, You're never gonna do drugs, right? And so I use it. As, you're gonna be
1: teaching him about the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma and OxyContin. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of a lot of shows about that now too.
0: So I'll tell you though, this angle documentary, I mean, I I, I was blown away with it. And not even just not even like it's about two hours. The first half of the movie is pre-WWE and the second half is WWE. Oh, and, well his pro wrestling career I should say and I pretty much knew everything in the second half of the movie but except you know there, there's some clips where you know where where he's really addicted to the drugs and that the pills and that kind of stuff like maybe I didn't know all of that you know so still so into the ultimatum essentially the wife gives him and you know Steve Austin talking about him slurring his words and so maybe I didn't know all that stuff but All the pro wrestling stuff, pretty well aware of it. The first half of the movie, though, just his road to winning the gold medal. And then, of course, being a part of the Foxcatcher team. I I was I was blown away with this documentary. I thought it was so damn good. Like, I I cannot recommend it enough. I I thought it was I thought it was amazing. And he is he's like a real American hero. He really is. They, obviously, winning the gold medal, but just with the a whole, broken freaking neck. With a broken freaking neck, but the whole story behind it, and I love how they, how they really went, how they told you about. Like, it's not like for those who don't know, it's not as if he broke his neck during the gold medal match. He was wrestling with this broken neck for a long time, and mm-hmm. they go over the moment he actually broke his neck. And, and, and the dirty wrestler who is trying to hurt him, you know, because yeah. everybody knows he has a broken neck and, uh, but it was so interesting because Kurt's like, yeah, I would have done the same thing, you know, and like, what, what a difficult sport, by the way, amateur wrestling, crazy. It, it's a, it's a crazy sport. Yep. I loved it. I thought this documentary was so good. I was so impressed with him. He's, he is a real American hero.
1: It was I watched it, too. I actually watched it. I think that the night it came out of the night after just because I was looking for something to watch. Um, It's really well done. It's the same guy who did the Cody documentary. So like the same director, Cody, actually. Oh, that's what it was. I was watching a Cody interview and he was like talking about his documentary. And he's like, oh, that guy's moved on to Kurt's documentary. So whatever, like jokingly, like it's going to be great. But I'm not worried about that guy because now he's not working with me anymore. Um, So I watched it. I will say, and I, I think I texted this to you. I knew I knew everything that was in it. There's nothing because E did it a year ago. Even they all the Foxcatcher stuff. All of it. It's the same. I mean, the story didn't change. The, the one on a and E a a year. Those A&E legends biographies are two. I mean, they're they're an hour and a half. But when they were live on A&E, they were like two hour documentaries. Um, a lot of the interviews not the same interview footage, but basically same line of questioning, yeah. same stories, uh interviewing people from his past, the stuff with his wife being fed up, the fox catch. I mean, it was all it was all in the A&W thing. Yeah, it was a very similar documentary. This one was, a, I think, maybe a little produced better, whatever. But either way, I mean, the story is so incredible that it, you can't not watch it. And then both times. You know, the the drug stuff is not shocking to me because we all knew even before these documentaries that Kurt had all the, the drug issues, um, or at least most wrestling fans knew that. The thing that always gets me when I watch it is when he was coming up as a wrestler, mm-hmm. that he created his own work, like he created his own conditioning program to become the best in the world. He created the um, exhaustion training, like the exhaustion training, because he was like, I'm fighting heavyweights, but I'm not a heavy- I'm not as big as these guys. I'm not as strong as these guys. And they're all like his whole thing was they're, they're sort of slow and plodding and this and that. I'm just going to outwork them. And the only way to outwork them is no one's going to work harder than me in the gym. And I'm going to work myself to complete exhaustion so that when I get into these matches, I can just go. For an hour straight and it doesn't matter. Like he sort of was the pioneer of that kind of training to where different like hybrid athletes could be like a heavyweight in a sport like that. That was the thing in both that always stuck out to me as like this this guy's an absolute machine, psychopath. Crazy. He's incredible.
0: Like, why and I and I loved him when he was in his prime. He was one of my favorites. But I do wonder why wouldn't people give their mount rushmore of pro wrestlers why is he not why is he never in
1: it because he was in the attitude era and like you you i mean really if you're i mean if you're a wrestling fan i i feel like most of the time when people do mount rushmore's or top five top they try to like at least include a few different eras and but everyone includes the rock and austin Like everyone includes the Rock and Austin, so you're not going to do like. So it's
0: like at best, you know, he's not included because he was third at best in his own era,
1: right? And 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 was he? Because Undertaker was an attitude. Right, Triple H was an attitude, right? So he just he's a he's a yeah he's a victim in that case of being part of what's considered the greatest era of wrestling, you know? Yeah. Um, But you know what? All you know what? I also was thinking this time around. Was because the one of the interesting things is also, you know, his whole story of when I got out of the Olympics, you know, I think they showed him on. I don't know if it was, it was like, like
0: Larry King or something. Yeah. yeah. And it he's Larry like, King, um, but it was one of the Yeah.
1: And he's like, I'm not going to do professional wrestling. I'm a real. I, wrestler.
0: I do real wrestling. Yeah. Right.
1: And then. Goes from that to being not just one of the best in ring performers, but one of the greatest characters ever. I mean, he yeah. everything he did was hilarious. Well, right?
0: that that part is what's so impressive. Where a, a, a dude who was probably so serious his entire life, because his entire life involved training for the Olympics, he, a dude who was so serious turns out has a great personality and is really Amazing. funny.
1: Yeah, um, you know what? I can't couldn't help but think this time around while I was watching. Why like Ronda Ronda Rousey? I'm like, oh, because they're tight. No, no. But I'm saying like the reason she failed was because she always thought she was like bigger than wrestling and that oh, she's so a real why, fighter. Why
0: couldn't she be more like Why Candace, couldn't she model saying?
1: herself? Like, why wouldn't she just like look at Kurt Angle and be like, she
0: takes this shit too seriously? You know, what? if
1: she if she could have looked at him and been like, this guy was a gold medalist who came in saying I'm better than this sport. Yeah. But then dove headfirst and became one of the greatest ever. That's not her. She had that in her. And, you know, he he like sort of again, he sort of pioneered being able to do that. And she Mm -hmm. failed because she refused to do that. That that, that, that was what popped into my head during this one.
0: Yeah, she failed because she takes it all way too serious. Yeah, way too serious. Yeah,
1: yeah. But no, it was great. It was it's really his story is incredible. If you haven't seen it, it's like I mean, it's it's one of the more remarkable. And he also came up in an era where a lot of people didn't make it out of what he went through. You know, like he could have died. Many times there's a lot of professional wrestlers and even athletes, just athletes in general, they were in an era where like, if you got hurt for anything, doctors, especially at that time, cause that was the rise of sort of the uh, the beginning of oxy and somas and that type of stuff in the United States. Doctors were passing that shit out like candy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're traveling 365 days a year. You're drinking, you're not getting real recovery, Angles the lucky guy, man. You know, we talk about a lot of the wrestlers who are, you know, like guys that are lucky to still be alive now, but Angles like gotta be near the top of the list, particularly because when you're taking fifty pills a day, not just the fact that he could have died from an overdose, but like the fact that he's not like having like liver failure and kidney failure now. Like it's just, Well,
0: he he has said, and I know it's a he's, physical I know he's pain. having a
1: rough time now. He said yeah. his
0: quality of life's kind of rough.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah, but I think Sucks. I'm sure part of that is he broke his neck twice. And he, I think
0: that's exactly
1: what it is. Right. I'm just saying the pill, like he, sh- he, yeah, like he probably should be dead. Like, let's be honest. He should probably be dead. The he was taking of,
0: 60 some odd pills a day. He right. said at one he's point, he's
1: basically just like my son. Turned to me, he said,
0: how, like, how did he die? How did he over us? Like, yeah. I don't know.
1: And that that's, that's just, that's what I'm saying. It's like guys did a lot of guys did. A lot of guys didn't make it out of that circumstance that Kurt Angle made it out of. Um, and he, so he's, he's lucky. And that's what's the probably the most remarkable thing about the whole story is that he is still alive. It's crazy. Were you old crazy.
0: enough? He he knew nothing about pro wrestling when he joined. Nothing. He knew yeah. nothing about it. And and I love when he tells the story. I don't know if they did this in this documentary, but I love when he tells the story about how, you know, one of his first matches and, and he was – he was in Pittsburgh and his or maybe it wasn't even Pittsburgh, but it was one of his first matches and they wanted him to be a heel. And he was like, I, I'm I'm an American hero. They're not gonna boo me. Yeah. And they're like, They are definitely going to boo you. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they are definitely going to boo you. Are you are you old enough to remember when he won? his first title he won it from it was was it in a three-way against the rock and stone cold i think think it was and he won his first title and it's and it's a great call by jr too and he's crying as he's going back up the the runway you know and jim ross he's crying oh my god he's crying It, it was it was just it the the whole the whole gimmick the personality he was amazing and and even just you know, then when he became a baby face to, and, and he led the WWE in the invasion angle and he comes out with the milk and, and again, JR, great soundtrack for all of Kurt Angle's great moments where he comes out with the milk truck and sprays them all and a bi- the billion dollar princess has become the Dairy Queen. Amazing <laughs> line. And then just completely shifting from being, you know, that guy to be in the wrestling machine where he is just, like, the biggest badass ever. And, yeah. and then, of course, when he got to TNA, I actually spoke to EC3 about it the other day on my show. Go back, Zaslow Show 2.0, if you didn't catch it. NWA World Champion, EC3 was on the show. And, I mean, he loves Kurt Angle. And so we, we I, like, I, I told him, like, yeah, like, TNA version of Kurt Angle was ridiculous. Just the yeah. the evolution of that character and, and what he was able to do because... Yeah, for, you look at him where he was. The but that's rest. also
1: where that—that's also where they were calling, where people were calling him Perk Angle, right? Because he was like, is that right? Was he? I think he was in a rough. I, I mean, oh I think yeah,
0: definitely. Because at that point, WWE he was, like they got rid of him. They're like, you got to leave. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think he was in a. I mean, that I remember. I didn't really watch a ton of that run. I've gone back and watched some of it now, and people say it was incredible. But he was also like in, yeah. like he probably shouldn't have been having that run.
0: Yeah. 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 He was he was ridiculous that version of him.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, but also, I'd say to me, like the wrestling and his in ring stuff has always been incredible. But the stuff I will remember for of his WWE run the most, no question, is the stuff the backstage stuff with him and Austin when Austin was hurt and him and Austin were doing like the they were like trying to them and McMahon and like when Austin. Uh, got him to wear the little cowboy hat and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And then also underrated was his backstage stuff that he did that he was doing with Brock when they were, when they were kind of doing their thing, like who's the real like tough guy, who's the real big man. And they would like chug, he would chug milk to show that he was tougher than Brock. Like those, those are all, all that stuff's on YouTube. It's like, it's worth going back and rewatching. It's, it's pretty hilarious. Like him trying to pop Brock Lesnar, in the backstage segments, them in catering. It's, it's all really good stuff.
0: I understand the rationale behind it, but it kind of sucks that his retirement match was Corbin at this point. Right. Like yeah. I, I, I get it. I understand what they were going for there. It clearly didn't work because you look at Corbin now and it's like, all right, he's doing his thing in NXT. But you know, that kind of match that, that was supposed to elevate Corbin and it didn't, you know? So yeah. I, that, that part, that part kind of sucks. Like, wouldn't it have been amazing if you had if you were able to bookend it, and it was like you had Cena, you know, or Brock? Yeah, yeah.
1: Because with Brock too, I mean, I know Brock's physical, but they could have figured out a way to do a short, impactful match, you know.
0: But I and I say Cena, of course, because I was because like he Cena's introduced television Cena match. Was
1: introduced. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That kind of yeah. sucks. Like yeah. he just des- he deserved a lot better, I guess, to finish.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's but no you disrespect
0: to Corbin. It's just yeah. You
1: know, But you know what? I I realize now, like, all, like, think about all, like, we always make a big deal about the retirement match, but, like, how many of the bet, like, the top, top guys can you, like, obviously, like, the, like, Flair, Shawn Michaels sticks out, but then Flair didn't even retire. Like, how many guys stick out where you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that retirement match, and that was a big part of their career. It just doesn't, a lot of times, it's not memorable. Like, they try to make it memorable. I feel like they try to, yeah. If Edge doesn't – if Edge is actually retired and doesn't come back, are we – in in 10 years, are you going to be like the Seamus match on SmackDown? And you'd be like, no. There's so many other memories.
0: I like, think you're right. I feel like Flair and Michaels are like the only two where it's, oh, my God, amazing retirement matches.
1: Flair, and, and they the actually
0: Fla- didn't end up being retirement matches. For exactly.
1: Way. The Flair is like – the flair Shawn Michaels match, which was Flair's retirement match, was like the pinnacle of a retirement match moment.
0: Yeah, and I feel like we want to see that for every big star, right? It's just never Once that
1: happened, you get the shot of HBK saying, "I'm, I love you, I'm sorry," and then mm-hmm. super kicking him, and then hugging it. Like, that's it. That's what everybody thinks a retirement match is supposed to be, and most times they don't end up being that.
0: Never they end up being like,
1: yeah, that. well, yeah, because that's the best one. So, yeah. Sure.
0: All right. So anyway, I recommend it if you haven't seen the documentary angle. Let's let's get to let's get to some WWE stuff. So let's rewind to Raw, the main event. Gunther versus Gable, Intercontinental Title. I, I I didn't see a scenario where Gunther was losing it there. You thought Gable had a legitimate chance of winning that night.
1: Well, it just felt. Look, I I I knew like you knew like it was so close to the record that um, Gunther had to win.
0: But also, shit, man, it's not happening on Raw.
1: But WWE, well. WWE also was just playing up Gable so yep. much on social media all and day, and I thought and that, I thought
0: it worked. I thought everything they did worked. I thought Gable looked like a like a big guy now.
1: Oh, he's getting another shot, and oh, I yeah. still think and I still think he's going to win it. I
0: think he's going to beat him. I do. I
1: think I think they've done. it. I think they've done what they needed to do to yeah, make him big guy. enough. I think he's he is and now. The interesting thing about it is. As soon as Jay Uso showed up, a lot of people are like, oh, he's... The... Now people are saying like, oh, he should be the guy.
0: Nah, I think Jay, Jay's bigger than that Intercontinental title. I, I, um, I don't see that.
1: I don't know about... It. I mean, he's... The story is bigger, but it would be cool to see him as Intercontinental. I mean, he needs something. He's like, they're trying to make him a legit solo or singles competitor, right? And he's not going to fight Seth Rollins anytime soon. He's not fighting Roman anytime soon, so how do you make him a big s- singles competitor? You go after the next biggest title, but I don't think he necessarily needs it to be entertaining.
0: Yeah, I don't think he needs it.
1: Um, I think it should be Gable. I think they've done what they needed to do. And now Gunther's the all time, you know, the yep. longest reign of all time. Now he can move on and he can fight Seth Rollins or, or whoever, but
0: yeah, like the time, uh, whenever they decide it now, the, the time has come for Gunther yeah. to be in the world title picture.
1: I mean, I think, I think it, First, the only problem I had with the match is that not the match itself, but WWE fucked up the commercials. I mean, they just half the match was in picture in picture mm. Um, and they, they just messed up. It's I mean, it, it, I guess it happens. It was just the timing. They went to commercial, came back for like a move and then went to commercial again because I guess they messed up the timing of their commercials. And then, you know, for a match like that, man, you need to give them 20 minutes like uninterrupted. Um Is there I any thought-
0: scenario where they could stretch it out? to have the IC title like main event night one of WrestleMania.
1: No, but I think you I think I think you could have the IC title a main event lane. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I Oh, so you th- th-
0: you think Gable can win this title soon?
1: Yeah, cuz I think Gunther's going to be doing something bigger at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't right?
0: know that it's I don't know that it's necessarily soon. I, I think it could still be a few months. Yeah, but how tonight. can you
1: well then, then they're gonna have to come back to it because yeah. I don't think they're That's gonna. That's what I think. I think they can come uh, back to it. Yeah, got it. Okay, like like Gable works his way back to it yeah. or something.
0: That's what I think. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean that 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 could work too. I I I still think like. I think Günther's going to be doing something bigger at Mania. I think Günther is either yeah, I, I think, think so too.
0: I mean, it's in six months, so yeah. I think I, I think Günther,
1: but I'm saying so, but I but I don't think it, and I don't think it's going to involve the Intercontinental Title. I think he will not have the Intercontinental Title by then. You're I think, probably right. I think he's either. Here's what I think: it's either Günther and Brock at Mania, or it's Günther for a title for the World Title at Mania for the either Seth wrong for not not probably no it's going to be Cody and Roman probably so maybe Gunther and Seth Rollins or whoever has the title
0: Brock would be so amazing.
1: Well, that was sort of, so wasn't that a rumor
0: for SummerSlam or something recently? No, no.
1: Well, no. Remember when we were doing predictions of how this was going to go, I said a few weeks back or maybe even a month ago, I was like, you know, they they'll do like Gunther, like Gable won a match by count out or whatever. Now they're, and then there was the five minute match thing where, where he survived. Now Gunther beat him. Now, Maybe at Survivor Series, you have Gable beat Gunther. Now you can build, you could do a two-month build and have Gunther and Brock at Royal Rumble. Okay. And then yeah. Gunther beats Brock at Rumble, or Gunther wins the Royal Rumble by eliminating Brock, something like that. Yeah, it kind and of feels like we're headed
0: Rumble. toward a direction where Gunther is no longer IC title, but wins the Royal Rumble.
1: Something like that, yeah. But I could see him and Brock doing like whatever the December pay-per-view is or doing or Gunther wins the Royal Rumble and Gunther and Brock maybe is what's what's after Royal, what's between Royal Rumble and Mania. Uh, uh, elimination Chamber, Something. I don't know. Whatever. Either way, I this has been rumored for a while. They teased it in the paper, in the Royal Rumble last year. This just feels like a, a program that has to happen at some point. Brock yeah. and Gunther. I,
0: I think right now, Gunther, an early favorite to win the Royal Rumble, I, I think is what we're looking at.
1: And there. I think, and, and on Gable, He he's earned it. Like, he's so good. Everything he's done since NXT has been awesome.
0: Like, it, it's tough I, because if he was just a few inches taller, oh, he'd be money.
1: He's so small. Yeah, but uh, I mean, They've done that. I mean, they've done that for years. They've made guys. I mean, Brian Danielson, Rey Mysterio. Even. I mean, he's Angle. He basically is Angle. Mm. Like, you could bring back Angle. Angle is
0: bigger, though. He's bigger than
1: that. But I'm saying he's an Olympian wrestler who is great on the mic, who's a character, who can do basically everything, who can – I mean, remember – I don't know if you remember his NXT gimmick. How Do you remember how American Alpha started? Mm, I don't think so, no. Jason Jordan was sort of like – a, was a solo competitor and was kind of like on his own. Chad Gable used to go around with a towel that said ready, willing, and Gable. Yes, I remember and, that. And that was, and he, that was like his way of trying to convince Jason Jordan to become his tag partner. And he would be like, Are you ready, willing, and Gable? That's funny. And then they, that's how they became American Alpha. And then, the, you know, the rest is history. Well, and that. it makes
0: sense, of course. You, I mean, you, you know, you got the Kurt Angle connection that he was tag partners with Kurt's son. So that that makes
1: That sense. was, I, and I remember when that happened, everyone was like, how is it not Gable? How is it not Gable? <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, now Gable's, he's awesome. Dude, he's you been, know, I, you
0: know, I love this. been one how of about... my favorites.
1: He's been one of my favorites for a while. I'm happy to see that he's getting this moment.
0: You know, I love this shit. How about the daughter crying? I love that shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess I feel bad for her because they're real tears, and she doesn't get it, and she's really upset. But I love that shit, man. That's... Yeah, but
1: you know what? It'll make it so much better for yeah, him. yeah. It'll make it so much better when he when he wins. Like, you know?
0: God, I love that. And like, like Gunther staring at her. Uh, this is your father, and and he chops and he yep. chops him. Oh, I love that stuff, man. Can I
1: ask you? Can I ask you? And, I, and I, is there a possibility? Because so. This was announced last week, like the prior week, that this match would not be on payback; it would be on Raw. Okay. And you know what? You know the 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 Sean Ross Saps and the Meltzers and Alvarez's of the world were saying was that you know Triple H doesn't like to load up the pay per views; he likes to he and he wants something for people to watch Raw. Yeah, good. But is it possible? Is it possible that Triple H? Pays attention to the landscape of wrestling and was like, "Oh, you're going to main event a pay per view with the international title with my got my old guy Moxley. Let me show you how a real intercontinental international title match is supposed to look." Well, and made it.
0: I I don't think that that played a role at all, <laughs> but but it is interesting that you bring that up because. One thing I was thinking about this week was, okay, so both shows were coming off of pay-per-views, right? You had Payback Mm -hmm. last weekend and All Out. And WWE came back from their pay-per-view with the main event of Gunther versus Chad Gable, which was awesome. And Dynamite came back from their pay-per-view with the main event of Darby Allen and Nick Wayne. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. yeah. And and I, I understand, look, darby out and nick wayne was a fine enough match but get the fuck out of here with nick wayne main eventing dynamite in any scenario let alone yep. after the pay-per-view like yep. that that was so bizarre to me what this ha, why is nick wayne main eventing a pay? there's why do i give is, a fuck about nick uh, wayne
1: hasn't this been i mean this has been aw since the beginning they are and 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 actually, so weird to me. There's a there's really there was really some really good stuff on Dynamite that we'll talk about, like to build stories. Yeah. But AEW in general has always had a bad. They've been terrible at capitalizing on momentum. Like they just came off of. We haven't talked about it all out yet, but all out it was was great. It was awesome, and they followed up like you said with this, like an underwhelming wrestling-wise, a pretty underwhelming show but they always do that it's like so weird. it's like they for some reason aw has a problem with capitalizing when they're at their they're at their hottest like i gotta say punk leaving has re-energized me because all these storylines now that we didn't have before and th- there's a lot of cool stuff happening there and i think a- aw is really good right now i do too but but but, but everything point, that's like, going what,
0: on, you're, put, you're putting Nick Wayne in the main event on my fucking television? Get out of here.
1: I know. And and I get it. They're trying to really, well, do we want to get in AEW right now? I mean, we still have so much WWE stuff. I mean, there's a... Uh, yeah, there's, or let's
0: finish up a couple other things with yeah. WWE and then yeah. we'll do that. We'll circle back to it. But man, like, that really yeah. bothered me on Wednesday night. And the match yeah. was fine, but why do I care about this kid? Like, get out of here, main event, you know? Yeah,
1: for the main event, I get what you're saying. I, I like the story, that whole storyline... I'm not, I don't like, I, it's my AW fans are going to hate this because of the whole tribal online community thing. I don't like Darby Allen. I think his gimmick is stupid. I think he, (laughs) you want to talk about small? You want to talk about small? (laughs) That's the small, he might be the smallest wrestler. He's smaller than Nick Wayne. I don't think Darby Allen is entertaining. Cool. I get it. Wow. You can dive head first into the guardrail. Awesome. That doesn't make you a great professional wrestler, in my And eyes. he's hurt
0: now too. You heard him say because diving, a uh, diving back first onto a metal coffin is so stupid.
1: Yeah. Cool. Like, oh, kids like him. Oh, this is the guy we want kids to like. The emo, like, yeah, my depre- my son
0: loves him. My younger son yeah. loves him.
1: Oh, emo, depressed. All oh, the yeah. world sucks. So I'm yep. just gonna dive backwards onto the floor. No, that's not the guy yeah. we-, we want kids to like. Chad Gable, an American hero. You're right. You're um, right. Um. So. You know, but I get it, they push him because kids like him um, mm-hmm. for whatever he's on a skateboard and all that shit. But yeah, that's why the main event happened because the, they like to push Darby in that spot. But yeah, I don't I don't get it. No. Can
0: I also tell you from Monday Night Raw, that performance by the Miz was something else?
1: Miz is all I mean, he's always been so
0: good. That performance was something. Up. First of all, I'm always gonna love the crowd popping for the fake entrance. I, that's always going to make me laugh. You know, whether or not it's The Miz coming out dressed as L.A. Night, the crowd thinks they got L.A. Night on Raw because he's a SmackDown character, but no, it's The Miz dressed as L.A. Night, and then the crowd realizes it. Or on Monday where Cena's music hits and he's nowhere to be found, and then you realize when the cameraman is running to the people, it's like, oh, you can't yeah. see him. He's not here. So oh. good. Like, that's always going to make me laugh when the crowd realizes – that they've just been had, yeah. but that that was some performance. Not just the, the 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 verbal part of it, but he's doing the 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 skull crushing finale to 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 an invisible man. Yeah, he he really is the epitome of give him anything and he will make it work.
1: Yeah, no, he's oh, but he's and it's it's weird. He gets like this like like weird amount of hate, like uh, or I think you think it's, it's still like that. I think it's turned. I, well, I think it's turned more. But there's yeah. still a lot of people that are like, oh, Miz, you know, whatever. Incredible. But he's he's been that way for so long. And people forget how long he's been doing. 20 years, probably. Yeah. Um, the only thing that would have made it, that would still make this Miz, Cena stuff better for me or that segment would be if I could get our truth in the mix. Um, you know, there's the Cena, M- Miz, M- awesome truth. They main evented against Cena back in the day. And then Miz fighting an invisible person, R Truth coming out, because R Truth used to have little Jimmy, the invisible guy. R Truth coming out and having some kind of interaction with Miz about how he's talking to nobody would have, I would have, that would have been the highlight of my week. I need R Truth back. I know he was hurt. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything Miz does is great. Yeah. I, I, you know, he, and, and he's just, he's the ultimate. He's not going to go down. He, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's not going to go down on anybody's like top 20, 30, 40 ever list. But right. he, if you had a list of like the top five, 10 ultimate company WWE guys, yep. he's got to be on that list. I mean, he is.
0: Yeah. Like he's one of those guys. And we had this conversation with Edge. He's one of those guys who will never even consider leaving WWE. Yeah. He is a WWE guy. Period. The he, moment he's not with WWE anymore is the moment he is not a pro wrestler anymore.
1: Yeah. He's, and he, I mean, outside of Cena, who, who does more like as a, as a WWE guy and just in terms of a appearances, he just does all that stuff. He does whatever they need. Yep. In terms of the gimmick and the storyline. But then yep. outside, he does everything. He's, yep. all, he's everywhere. He is the, he's the representative. He goes to all the events. He does all the crowd stuff. I'm sure he does make a wish stuff. Like he is probably top three, four, five in the history of the company of a WWE company. Guy. Yep.
0: Yeah. he's, he's phenomenal. Been that good. So last night on SmackDown, we get a, we get a, an interaction with Paul Heyman and LA Knights. Now I, I know the easy place to go there is, you know, are they setting up something with Roman Reigns down the road? And maybe that is the case, but, I, I really think, like, so you saw some of the reports, I guess, that LA Knight has signed a new extension. He signed a new deal. That's probably what, I guess, the holdup was with with, with his push, right? When he was losing some matches a few months ago, why aren't they pushing him? And it's like, all right, well, if we're going to push this guy who we believe in, we want to make sure that he's signed to an extension. Otherwise, we start pushing him now. He's got us by the balls when it comes to negotiating the new contract. So, I really think it's just like, yes, it, it could be we're teasing him in Roman Reigns. I think it's very obvious, but I think it's more about just getting as many of the biggest names and faces on screen with LA Knight right now to establish he's a top guy.
1: Yeah, that's that's fine. That's fair. That's true. But it's got to be teasing something with the bloodline and LA Knight, right? Or else why? I mean, the... Does... Him being, I don't think him being on on camera with Heyman in that spot does a whole lot unless they follow up on it, even if it's months down the line.
0: I mean, could we right? see him sometime soon doing something with Jimmy?
1: Um, because if they want
0: to establish Jimmy we're as solo. a big time heel, solo, solo. Well, it seems like solo. So, so we're gonna do at the pay per view. We're gonna do solo versus AJ Styles, right? That's what's coming up, right?
1: Uh. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I, I think, think so. I think there's a lot of people who think we're headed towards AJ Roman at Survivor Series.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. you're probably right. I think Solo's next in line for AJ, yep. but AJ versus Roman would
1: be right. awesome. I mean, this is the pretty much, isn't this like the bloodline progression where somebody comes along and goes through everybody and then Roman says, I have to be the He's one the to boss. clean up the problem. He's so, the
0: boss. You got to get to yeah. the boss, the final yeah. boss. Yeah. I like so, that, yeah. Yeah. I um, like
1: that. So that yeah, so it could be AJ Solo at Fastlane, and then AJ Solo or AJ Roman at um, Survivor Series. Survivor Series, and hey, look, if if Roman's backed by Survivor Series, which you gotta assume he is, yeah, then Roman's gonna need somebody at Royal Rumble. LA Knight,
0: yeah, he's gonna uh, need
1: somebody between Survivor Series and Cody at Mania.
0: So what can I ask you? What was the reference of LA Knight? When he was talking about the Miz, your intro, uh, I've come to play. Uh, let's talk about that adjective, but I know it's So this is where
1: the big boys play. Look at the adjective there. Play. Play is not an adjective. Okay, the so Kevin Nash promo. It was the Kevin Nash promo. Okay. The Kevin Nash promo were uh, the first time he talks to Bischoff on the set when him and uh, I mean, Hall, I did not so,
0: remember that But yeah, I I thought that it was something to do no, with No, I had
1: Nash. to see it I had to go back and figure out what he was talking about too I mean, I I knew he was referencing Kevin Nash But I didn't remember exactly what it was But yeah, I watched the promo That's where he says The very first time where he grabs the mic from Bischoff And goes, so this is where the big boys play Listen to the adjective there That's funny yeah. So
0: so so LA Knight is, is annoyed that Nash is calling him a ripoff of Stone Cold and Rock
1: Yeah, he's been, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's called him out a couple, like twice now since Nash said that. So interesting. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I think it's a good little uh, Easter egg for the hardcore fans out there who actually follow that stuff because the people, Mm -hmm. how many people in the building even know what the hell he's, they don't even catch it. Right. It's probably, I
0: didn't catch it. I'm like, that's a weird thing for him to say. What's he talking about? I didn't catch it.
1: Yep. No, no. Yeah. I guess so. That's true. Yeah. I just, I had to, see it on twitter yeah. you
0: got anything else on raw before we get to aw or on, uh, well, on ww i mean
1: oh yeah i mean we got i mean it's the we got the blood first of all oh
0: bloodline but, and Heyman. like what's well, what's, the, well, what's well the deal first there?
1: of all first of all we got dominic recruiting jay Uso, which i love yeah
0: yeah, yeah you yeah. have
1: you come from a broken home i come from a yeah, broken home i like that i, I like love that, that and yeah. i'm that's going to be a great story on Raw. I like that. Yep. And then I think we just sort of overlooked the fact. And I that like
0: everyone kind of hating Jay. Hey, you got a lot of enemies here. I like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's cool. He's got to fight from Sam And him and Sammy now are friends again and all that like stuff. That. Like There's that. a lot of good stuff there. And I think we also just sort of overlooked the the fact that now that, you know, that the Judgment Day has the tag titles, they can be on Raw and SmackDown.
0: Oh, so now- right. So that's why they're back. You know what? I didn't even put that together. That's stupid of me. I right. thought it's just because hey they're judgment day and you know right. bloodline's not around, but you're right, they, they right. have the titles.
1: So okay. so a couple of things. One, judgment day comes out. And good, I mean, has in the history of wrestling has there ever been anyone with more heat than Dominic Mysterio? It's incredible. You can I mean even... I
0: still think X Pac is the bar. I mean it's called yeah,
1: X Pac Heat. Yeah, but there was that's but that was I mean, people genuinely <laughs> it's no no no. What I don't think what Dom has is X Pac heat. Because I think people want to see Dom. Yes. X Pac right. Heat was X Pac right. was get off my screen. Get off my TV. You are yep. a terrible character. Go away. Yeah, you're right. What Dom has is we love to hate him. We love to hate Dom. But like, other than maybe Don Callis sometimes now in AEW, but it's not even that hard. Ho- it's not even that bad. Like, you can't hear Dom on TV. Well, let's hear
0: Dom. Look, I I went a couple months ago to Raw, but let's be honest here, they're piping in sound. All right. And that's fine because they yeah. want you to watch the show and then know that when you go live, this is your cue. You are yeah. supposed to boom. So I'm fine with that. But man, they are piping in sound. Yeah, yeah. You can
1: cuz at this point now, even when like Finn or Damian Priest try to interject, you can't even hear them. Yeah. yeah. Um
0: yeah, you can hardly hear him when he talks.
1: Yeah, it's but it's hilarious cuz he just keeps going. Um so there's that also, we're setting up Judgment Day and Hurt Business, which, interestingly, Bobby Lashley doesn't refer to them as the Hurt, biz- uh, like he just right, says. Right, I'm oh, waiting he, for that. He, when he we never says do Hurt. That? He never says Hurt Business. Can I pose something here?
0: Maybe MVP is Hurt Business, and that's why he hasn't said okay.
1: it. Can I pose Bobby Lashley taking the briefcase from Damian Priest at some point?
0: Yeah, but that's not a thing though.
1: Well, it, it's happened before.
0: Yeah, but like it's, it's like super rare, you know. I know,
1: I know, I'm just saying, I, I don't know, but obviously, but so the other thing from Raw was JD McDonough giving Damian Priest a new briefcase, it's a senior gift. money in the bank, yeah. It's which, a gift. but I think that that is a sign that he's going to be holding on to that thing for a while. Like we thought it that the cash in could be coming, but that's a good he's point. Gotta hold that. He's got to hold on point. to that briefcase for a while, right?
0: Yeah, you got to sell uh, some merchandise, you're right, that's a good point.
1: And then obviously, the pinnacle of the night or I guess, you know, is end of the night. Jimmy loses to AJ Styles and then Judgment Day attacks AJ Styles and throws him back to Solo. So now I liked it. On? I liked it because, yeah. hey,
0: it was only a few months ago. Remember, there was an arrangement with Judgment Day. And right, I know I, yeah. so I, I like
1: this and we discussed. But back then. So the interesting thing was back then. The deal was between Damian Priest and Heyman and Finn didn't like it. Right. Finn was not feeling it. And we were like, okay, maybe Damien will be the next Heyman guy when you know when Roman loses and he's gone for a while. When Damien goes solo, I still think Damien as a solo act needs that mouth. I think he would need a Heyman. So maybe
0: Paul Heyman is pulling some strings right now with pretty Right, okay. right.
1: And, but but Finn was, was down this time. It looked like Finn was all in on the action. Um, well, so yeah, because they're
0: buddies again now, you know? So he's yeah. kind of following his lead.
1: Um, I think it's inter- I, I think it's it's very cool when they're able to intertwine all of the factions.
0: Yep, because now,
1: like, the, like you got AJ Styles involved. It looks like the OC is going to break up, based on their backstage segment. Um, But now, and then, now you have the hurt business. They're involved with Judgment Day, and then you have Judgment I don't, Day. You know, I don't know if it's a Judgment new... Day and Bloodline on two shows now in you know, two different I, ways.
0: I don't know if it's a new intro, but the intro for SmackDown last night. They highlight the factions. Hmm. The factions I are- I notice that. The, yeah, and I, I thought that was interesting. They show the OC together. They show LWO together. They show the bloodline. Uh, well, no, maybe not the bloodline, but they show Judgment Day together. And it's like, oh, that's- And they showed the Hurt Business, I think, together, uh, whatever yeah. they want to be called. I thought that was interesting that they were highlighting the factions because I like when the factions are all involved with each other.
1: I like it too. I think it's good. It, it just, it, it reminds me- Actually, it reminds me a little bit of early AEW. In the beginning of AEW, in those first couple of years, what was really cool about them was everyone was in a faction, and there was... But but when there's all these factions, you can have all these individual feuds between solo competitors or single competitors, but then they're all connected through their factions.
0: Well, that was a big thing in WWE in mid nineties with gang warfare. Like they, yeah. everyone was in a fashion. Yeah,
1: oh, and WCW. And then you had all these K and then every show ended with like 30 people running into the yeah, ring, which, right. you know, people got sick of, but I always love, I still love it when 30 people run down into the ring. Um, so I'm interested in seeing where it all goes. I think it's really interesting that now the bloodline and the judgment day are connected on both shows.
0: And individually
1: we of each other, but obviously it feels like at some point that's going to come back together, right? Like, and, we,
0: and we don't have a pay per view for a month, right? We're like a month, there's no paper. We're basically a month,
1: we're, we're basically a month away. Okay. Um, yeah, so I thought it was really good. Like, I think what Rhea must not have been on the show because she was in India for this, yes. show. yeah, showdown. she won
0: Natalia yesterday. Yeah. Um, spoiler, she fun. won,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, she retained. Um, once again, I, I will, I contend. I'm not really sure what she's doing for in Judgment Day. I don't care. I just uh, want her on
0: the TV. I, I, I just fine. want her on TV.
1: I also... Something, what popped into my mind yesterday watching the three of them in the ring was maybe Rhea's the one who's going to leave. But no. she leaves because she's sick of them. Like, massive babyface Rhea leaves the Judgment Day at some point.
0: I love her. I miss she's her. Great, I, she's great, but she's
1: going to be great in any way. I just... I'm a, I'm a little... I, I've said this a couple times. We know... Well, now we know we're getting Asuka and Io because they set that up last night. On yeah, SmackDown.
0: that's a that's that's a proper feud that we're yeah. looking like that. I love that. Let's but, go. But,
1: but again, I don't. We had the whatever match with Rhea and Raquel, and, and I know she's in India, so they got to they're they're going to set up start whatever hurt is next for her when she comes back. But they've just done very little with her as a singles champion. I'm waiting for that. I'm I want that moment where she becomes the focal point of the women's division. I hear uh, you. And, you know, and that's just the frustrating part to me she, as a crew. They're great, but I still think she's like almost underutilized. She's just, she. they call her mommy and she gives them advice and she helps them win. But she, she like we, we talked, she should be the focal point. Um. I still think it's Finn. I still think Finn is the leader. I know you don't think that. No, nope,
0: he's not. He's
1: still he's still the one in the middle when they walk out. Like he's the guy.
0: Doesn't matter. All eyes are on Rhea when they walk out.
1: Well, all your eyes for sure. Everyone's I mean, I, eyes. Listen, hey man, Finn's hard to take your eyes off. Finn's <laughs>
0: he's got Finn's, great abs. Finn
1: Finn is a is a beautiful gentleman. Um, but uh, no, I think it's all it's all really good. Um, and then the only other thing from WWE is obviously you were right and we're headed towards uh Cena and LA Knight versus Yeah, Theory and Grayson Waller.
0: Yeah, it had to be Cena and LA Knight teaming up because we know Cena's going to fight again and it's like Cena can't be can't continue to be doing singles matches and he just loses every time. I mean, he still is John Cena, all right? But but he's going to lose every time he fights. So at least this way, you put him in a tag match, his team can win. You know, he yep. doesn't have to come up with the pin. L.A. Knight comes up with the pin. Yep. Great. You got to watch Cena. He does his five moves. He he gets his hand raised in the end. Boom. Because if we're going to throw Cena out there every single time to lose, well, what are we doing? Like, it, it right. totally loses the effect of him being around.
1: Yep. And he's on Grayson Waller effect next week, so it'll probably get set up there. They'll start that. I mean, they basically started it last night with the L.A. Knight, the, 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 the promo segment between L.A. Knight, Theory and Grayson Waller were Theory brought up Cena helping him win the match as the referee, and now you know Cena will be on Grayson Waller effect. There ain't much better tag team making than Theory and Grayson Waller. Those two well, guys. Well, and I like that
0: they're awesome. putting Theory with him because Theory, you know, has felt maybe a little bit stale. Put him next to Grayson Waller, see what we could do. So uh, Yeah, well,
1: I, the 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 my fear for Theory is he's just gonna get outshined because Grayson Waller's awesome. Mm-hmm. Grayson Waller's so good. Like, I, I don't know how long you can keep these guys together because I think Grayson Waller, just in terms of character, is that much better. Um, well, I'll so. tell you,
0: there is a part of me that wonders if they shouldn't have taken Theory's uh, phone away, that they should have allowed him to continue being like to well, that, that heel.
1: Well, here's the other thing. They're going to lose to Cena and yep. L.A. Knight, obviously, and this could be how Theory becomes a face turns on Grayson Waller after they lose. Like, okay, cuz everyone hates like, Waller. Yeah. La- later on like next week they you know they come out and Theory turns on him and and then he becomes a face. Cuz get creative has that look. with it
0: then better get creative cuz everyone hates Theory. Better get creative how you are going to do that.
1: Right. Yeah. All well, right, you know, you know Waller's running down the city that they're in and running down all, LA Night and this and that and then Theory. All right. I don't know, let's
0: like uh let's get to AEW here. The, the first thing I want to ask you about very similar to the LA Knight Kevin Nash situation. OK, when we're watching all out. Did you understand why Samoa Joe pushed MJF? Did you get it? No, I had to see it, it on
1: you. No, I had to see it on YouTube. Like I, I had to either. see. Yeah. And, no. and then when they could and call it back, such that is such a specific call. It's very, it's inside,
0: baseball. very yeah. inside baseball, very inside
1: baseball. It's a great way to set it up, but it's so specific.
0: Yeah, like I didn't even remember it. And And here's the thing that hurts them. There is it's not like they can show the footage. You right. know they right. can't show it. They can right. only reference it three days later when I'm watching Dynamite. It's like, oh yeah, that's why he pushed him. So yeah. I, I liked that. I thought it was cool, but I had no idea why he did it. I had no idea what the reference was on Sunday night. But then once the two of them were in the ring together, and hey, you know, very well, similar- you didn't
1: see people posted. You didn't see people posting it on Twitter, like the actual clip.
0: No, I just I didn't like notice, that
1: night, that night, like almost instantly people were like, oh, notice. what a callback.
0: No, I didn't notice
1: because I was going to say, I think that's one thing. A.W. at least has going for them. And that maybe that's what they're banking on is that their fans are like they yeah, have hardcore. fans. They have fans that are hardcore who yeah. will just post it. And then on social media, it blows up. And then like I saw it within minutes and I was like, oh, OK, I would have never known that. But here it is. Yeah, I, I liked this. Like,
0: oh, yeah, that's right. So I am here for Samoa Joe versus MJF, like totally. And I the didn't segment on
1: Dynamite was awesome. It was, it was awesome.
0: So cool. It was awesome. And I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that MJF was going to be this good of a babyface. I really didn't. It's, it's easy to root for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is. He, he might be the best thing going in pro wrestling right now.
1: He really yeah, might. I mean, he, 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 he is. I mean, the the best thing was the bloodline, mm-hmm. and the bloodlines really. You know they're whatever right now. They yeah. the Roman's not there. They're they're keeping it alive, but man, MJF's awesome. Yep. And I'll tell you what, I love that he's a. I love that he's a. He's great as a face, but also he's. It's very Hoganish. He'll rake your eyes. He'll scratch your back. He'll do the the heel moves, and everyone's still going to cheer him because they love him. like that. I like That's, when
0: he pokes you in the eyes, the old Roddy Piper move where he pokes you in the eyes and then he and looks then at the can No, but then he looks at the camera and he poses and he smiles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. He's all it, and then he I, I he, yeah, he's he's really good, man. Yep. And I love and I really just they've done a really I I think it's going to be it's really interesting the way they have tied the the, the Samoa Joe stuff in with the Adam Cole and Roderick Strong stuff. And now we're going to have tonight on collision is the semifinals for the Grand Slam eliminator. And I'm obviously we're going to have Roderick Strong versus Samoa Joe in the finals, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting because I think until basically dynamite this week, we assumed it was going to be Roderick Strong versus MJF at Grand Slam. But now I think it's gotta be Joe, right? Joe's going to win that tournament. I
0: think it's gotta be Joe. And they find a way with, with Roderick Strong losing to Joe Adam Cole is intertwined in that finish somehow. And so Joe gets MJF and Roderick Strong gets Adam Cole is is the way that we're going
1: to go. OK, over. yeah, because I still think the door is open for Adam Cole and MJF to lose the Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor titles to the to the kingdom. Uh, the kingdom. Yeah. And then that's how we get the turn for Adam Cole at some point. Um, can I tell you I, though,
0: Roderick Strong, who is a pretty bland character,
1: this character, not this one.
0: I love what he's doing here. And you know, while so
1: um you don't care about my neck, but you care about his neck. It's so awesome. so even in the
0: promo picture, setting up the match between Roderick Strong and who did he fight? Who was it in the tournament that he just fought? It doesn't even matter.
1: Doesn't but matter, the, but they <laughs> show him in the graphic. It.
0: He's oh, oh uh, he fought uh, Trent Beretta. Yeah. yeah, but they show Roderick Strong with the neck brace on him like. Oh, that's interesting. All right, so I suppose he's going to take it off for the match because we all know that he's not really hurt. And so he takes it off during the match. And then when the match is over, I'm I, I'm thinking to myself, oh, you know, it'd be cool if they put the neck brace back on him now. And then they do. They both go in the ring, and they put the neck brace back on him immediately after the match. Like, that's good shit right there. Like, I, yeah. I dig this angle yeah. with Roderick Strong. Very- this has been very good.
1: It's I'm good. Intense. By the way, like grand slam is, is a week and a half away. Did you know that no. it's on the 20th? It's on the 20th. So obviously, so the finals of this tournament will either be on dynamite or on collision. And then we're going to get that title match at grand slam.
0: All right. Is, is um, the guy's uh, feet still glued to the stands there?
1: Is that where, Oh, is that Arthur? It's at Arthur. I think Hat. so. It's U- us that,
0: open. Isn't it? At Alt- yeah. <laughs>
1: I didn't even think about that. Oh, maybe he's still there. <laughs> maybe you still get there. a free ticket to a great wrestling match. Um, yeah, no, all of it's good. Samoa Joe's awesome. Samoa Joe mm-hmm. has always been so good. Yep, um, and he's one of the guys that crazy. I crazy.
0: Not... WWE made him a commentator when he was NXT champion. It's like oh, look I at know. him now; he's awesome. I know.
1: And I the... mean, I understand
0: you can't rely on him because he's always hurt, but look at him; he's awesome. Man. And
1: one of the great things that I love because obviously I'm, I just follow all these wrestling, you know, Twitter accounts is that whenever Samoa Joe ha- shows any relevance, people start posting his old some of his old clips. And there's some clips, man, from him when he was in WWE, like when he would come to the ring, there's some promo clips where he just destroys everybody.
0: Yeah. And you're just
1: it, it was so good. Like the way he the way he cuts a promo, he just goes right for your throat. And it's yep. awesome. It's yep. so, so, so good. Uh, so I like it. I he's one of the guys that you know, I complain a lot about A.W.'s older guys, but he's one that I'm not complaining about. I, yep. I'm, ha- I'm good anytime he's in there. And we know he's not going to win the title, but it's still a great it's still a great uh, it's a great. It almost feels like it's Tony Tony Khan's rewarding him for saving his life. You know, so, you know, his life was in danger. CM Punk endangered Tony Khan's life and and Samoa Joe saved Tony Khan's That's life. Right. And so this is your reward. You get a title feud.
0: That's right, with the with, with the top Jew, MJ. Thank,
1: thank, thank you for saving Tony Khan's life, Samoa Joe. Here is Amanda Van at Grand Slam.
0: Uh Hangman and Swerve. I know you're into that, man. We both love, love what's that. going on with Swerve right now. That's interesting for Hangman because you figure, wow, these two dudes cannot be any different from each other.
1: Uh yeah, and but they're also both like two guys that absolutely should be not just in singles feuds, but in singles feuds that should skyrocket one or the other to a title picture. Like uh they're both title guys. Swerve is is top one of the top guys. I mean Hangman's always been one of, he's a former champion, he's always been one of the top guys. Swerve has gone through so many iterations of this character and this group that he's in right now that it's seemed like they were going to screw it up. Um but this feud should not it can't get screwed up because they're both so good.
0: Well, and you know, uh, Swerve is definitely taking pride in the idea. You look at him, and he's doing great right now. And then you look at Hit Row, and they're like busters. You know, uh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Now, now I will say this: I don't think Swerve Strickland ever wins a, the AEW title as the leader of the Mogul affiliates or the Mogul Embassy, whatever they're called. I just that group is silly to me.
0: But like he it, rarely comes out with anybody other than homeboy. Prince advances. Nana.
1: Yeah. Prince Nana. I like but that even, guy. He makes me laugh. He's funny. But even that guy, that crew, that group, it doesn't make sense. It's it's a hodgepodge. Like He planted you know, the
0: seed, though, dude, by saying he wants to become the first ever black AEW I, champion. He planted I, that seed, man.
1: Dude, I know that. And I think the way it happens is, again, it's a face turn. But I think it's like at some point, he's like, I don't need these guys. I'm swerve. Who's house, Swerve's house. Like, he's got the call and response thing. He's incredible in the ring. Every match he has is awesome. And he's a great character. I, I mean, I think at some point, he's not going to... I just don't see the AEW champion being the, legal, the leader of the mogul embassy. Like, I just... I don't see it. It's a dumb faction. Like, uh-huh. he's awesome, but the faction itself, Brian Cage and some random tag team, like, it's it's kind of silly. I don't think the leader of the... But I think Swerve, Swerve the solo guy who... all all I need is myself. That guy is a W is a W champion. And maybe this is like the, the catalyst, the jump. How
0: about him coming out there? today saying, I've been stuck in a coffin for two weeks.
1: (laughs) It's funny. It's (laughs) it's really good. man, that promo he cut on Adam Cole or on uh, hangman on Adam page was yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you what hangman has looked fat in the, for the last few months, not fat, obviously he's in better shape than 99% of the human race, but like for him, Mm -hmm. You could sort of tell he's been letting it go a little bit, like he. And I thought it was interesting that they just he just went for it there. Um, you, got, you got that fat contract, and it shows you are eating yeah. well. Yeah, you,
0: you got uh, you got anything else on the main event? I mean, I know we talked about it earlier. Where I am like, I I just I, I don't care about Nick
1: Wayne. Well, n- no, well, I tell you what, I do, but it's not because of Nick Wayne. It's because of Christian, because you got it. I mean, that's the be- You you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double back on something. MJF's not the best in the business right now, Christian Cage is.
0: I mean, didn't he come out at the press conference at All Out and he first asked all the media members, is everyone's father doing all right? Yeah,
1: yeah but even last night, <laughs> or even on Dynamite, the backstage segment with him and Nick Wayne after – so, uh, you know, AR Fox fought Mox at uh, in the first match, and now Darby's coming out dressed like AR Fox. Darby's so stupid. Um and then after the match, they showed up on the screen. Christians backstage with Nick Wayne, and he says, "Nick, Nick Wayne, uh, I'm glad to see you. I wanted to apologize. Uh, I said I had never seen your father wrestle, so I looked up his uh, some of his old tape, and I, and I do want to apologize. He's even worse than I thought. So <laughs> it's 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 unbelievable. But so he's trying good. to. But he's saying." You think Darby Allen is is the person who can uh, help you lead you? Maybe you need a different leader, or you need a different person to look up to. So now he's trying to recruit Nick Wayne, which I think is. I mean, mm-hmm. more Christian, more as as much Christian as we can get. You know, I I would never have thought, particularly, that it it with a lot of things that have gone on in my life this year that my favorite gimmick in wrestling would be the guy who just goes out and makes
0: fun of people's dead father.
1: father. Uh, Uh, I never thought that that would be the thing in wrestling that pops. That I could connect to the most. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's just like, I never thought that would be the thing in 2023 this Uh, year, but man, Christian, the whole character is incredible. Um, And I got a shout out also, just if we're talking about best characters in wrestling, Tony Storm just continues to be just unbelievable. Tits up, man. Chin up, tits out. Yep, that's tits what she out. said to Renee this week. You know what tits they say, Renee? Out. Tit, chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. And then yeah. she throws the shoe at her. <laughs> yeah, so, she's, she's she's been awesome.
0: fantastic. Really, fantastic. I think they
1: got to put the title on her quick. I don't think Soraya should hold it that long.
0: I I I think they know. You know, yeah. it's, we we haven't seen Soraya back since winning the title, and Tony Storm has mentioned Soraya can't trust her anymore. Uh, I it, it, I think they know. I think they know they got to yeah. put the belt back on on Tony yeah. Storm. She I, I love been like, phenomenal.
1: at all out. She grabbed the spray paint. Yeah, it's a and performance. Just spray. It's a but performance, but then I love that in her, like in her interview with Renee, she like doesn't even remember what she did because yeah. her mind's off. Her mind's all messed up. She oh, no it was just out.
0: one of her performances.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh yeah, Soraya, Soraya, she's the champion. Yes, that makes sense. She's uh, like, what is it's it's yep. good. It she's came really out great. of absolutely nowhere, but it's it's really very good, very really
0: good. great. Do you have a? Uh, do you have big dirt or not big dirt this week? Or are we gonna I do, do
1: that? but can I just real quick? Yeah, we we didn't get a chance to recap all out, so I want to shout. I want to just shout out. Please, or or this is more like a plea to AEW. Don't drop the ball with Ricky Starks again. Please do not drop the ball with Ricky Starks. Had a great promo backstage, like vignette. Yeah, that was good too. Yep he he's awesome. The match with Brian Danielson was incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean as we expected, Brian Danielson's going to speak tonight on Collision do something with 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 Ricky Starks here. Don't just you let it go after the MJF stuff, you let it go after the Jericho stuff. Don't let it go. He is a he's such a star. He's remarkable. Like he is a really really big time. Please don't blow it cuz that was incredible. And also, I shit on Jon Moxley a lot. I shit on him a lot that match with him and orange Cassie was incredible. And yeah. it just shows when he's not bleeding or stabbing people, John Mox yeah. is pretty damn good. Yeah. he's Pretty damn good. Yeah. But all Out was, I mean, way better than everyone expected. I think. Right? Yeah.
0: I obviously I watched it. I told you I, I was going to end up buying it. I did it is what it is. It, yep. it, they took $50 from me two weeks in a row. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I ended up watching it too. Um, yes. I do have big dirt. Let's I'm do sure it. Do that. Okay. Uh, all right, not excuse me, not really dirt. This isn't really dirt, but we now know, um, Becky Lynch is going to be challenging Tiffany Stratton next week for the NXT title yeah. on Tuesday night. Yeah, um, one thing I read was that, um, WWE wants NXT to beat Dynamite in the ratings for that week. So, that's part of why they're putting Becky Lynch on NXT.
0: Even though they're not head-to-head? Yeah, I don't know. All right, I don't Maybe know. Maybe
1: just for the week, for, like, wrestling? The well, I'm, go- they- I'm
0: going not Big Dirt, if that's the question, because that... that
1: no, the know. question was really more Becky Lynch oh, going okay. to NXT and fighting championships. Well, stuff. that's I Big just,
0: Dirt. I, um, yeah. I mean, really I guess it's a
1: two-part Dirt question.
0: Well, the first part is not Big Dirt, cause That that doesn't, that doesn't hold much water. I mean, it's on different nights. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. That, that, but, yeah, the, the, the first part... Yeah, that's big dirt to me, man. I'm interested in seeing how Tiffany Stratton looks in a super high profile situation. Obviously, biggest match she's ever had. I'm interested in how they're going to, how they're going to finish that match while keeping the belt on Tiffany Stratton. So yeah, I think it's big dirt.
1: All right. Uh, Cena Cena did an interview this week. I I, I forgot to write down who the interview was with. They asked him about Roman. And Cena said, from his perspective, Roman Reigns is the greatest of all time.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll go. I'm going not Big Dirt. You know, he's allowed to have his opinion. He's allowed to also be wrong. I love (laughs) Roman Reigns. He's not the greatest of all time. But he's allowed to have his opinion, so I'll I'll go not Big Dirt. Can I follow up on that? Yeah.
1: If he's not the greatest of all time now, what would make him the greatest of all time?
0: I think in order to be the greatest... What can he do? Well, he, he would have to also be like okay so the storyline can be all the way up here but the actual wrestler the wrestling would have to also be all the way up here and i usually love roman reigns's matches but he's not the wrestler that a lot of these other guys are you know okay he, he's not the wrestler Shawn michaels was sure you know he's not the wrestler Bret hart was so he's not the greatest of all
1: time OK, but let me let me follow up on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now I'm the now, now I'm, we're such the titles have turned here. I'm the interviewer now. Mm-hmm. Is is John Cena in the conversation for greatest of all time?
0: John Cena's in the conversation because the way he carried the company for so long, he yeah. really did.
1: He did. Yep. For but, like a decade, a little over a decade. Yeah, but
0: but, but I'm I'm not going to sit here and tell you John Cena's the greatest of all time. I don't even think he's top five.
1: Okay, fair enough. That's what I, I would just interest, and I have no. But he's in I'm the conversation
0: because he carried the company. So, right. you but his wrestling is his not on
1: the level of those other guys. right? No,
0: and Roman Reigns is in the conversation because he's the center of an all-time great storyline. So right. he's in the conversation. Got it. But it doesn't make him the best ever.
1: Okay, that's fair enough. Right, The Rock.
0: Right, and and, and you know what, The Rock's. The Rock's kind of similar in that regard, too. Like, the Rock's never been known as this amazing wrestler. No. That's just we're super exciting. But yeah. yeah, the Rock's never been known. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell the Rock's the greatest wrestler ever. Definitely no. not. Too.
1: Okay. It's I I just interesting. I thought, yeah. So, because there's a lot of people put guys like Like, Cena is considered by some as the greatest wrestler well, I mean, I'm,
0: every time he comes to the ring, Michael Cole's telling me he's the greatest of all time.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah it's not. WWE says he's the greatest of all time. Um, all right. Um. Okay, so the reports came out this week that All In, AEW had planned for All In to be on Max, HBO Max, Max, because uh, they they're, they're planning on their by... pay per views moving to AEW and just moving or excuse me, AEW moving all their stuff to Max, oh, AEW that's so to HBO good. Max. Apparently, supposedly, which this seems like crazy to me, the technology wasn't ready yet, which is like it's fucking 2023 your HBO and Matt you don't have the technology to pay it's just pay-per-view I mean uh, I, I could ahead.
0: buy that because this peacock is the fucking pits I hate peacock I haven't
1: so had any people. problems with peacock well here's
0: all. my problem with it I put on the pay-per-view last week that I can't rewind the pay-per-view I can't start it from the beginning and then That's, when the pay- and then when the might pay-per-view be a, ends Zaz,
1: Zaz, that might be a you thing how? I've never had that issue how it just it, says do you want to start from the beginning
0: while the pay-per-view is going on, still sure. Well, and how about this? So I then had to wait for the pay-per-view to end, and when it ends, it disappears for like an hour.
1: What are you watching it on?
0: Uh, like what what service do I get the app from?
1: Yeah, like is it a Roku, Apple TV, computer? Like, what are you watching it on?
0: Direct TV Stream.
1: Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I watch it. Either on, I have a smart TV that has a Peacock app, or I watch it on my computer, and I've never had that issue.
0: Well, all I know is that WWE Network was so easy to use. It was so convenient.
1: I think this is too. It's just, it's literally just the WWE Network as a different tab in Peacock. I've never Mm. had this issue.
0: I I hate their interface. Interesting. I I hate the interface. I hate Peacock. Interesting.
1: (laughs) It's it's interesting. Hey, just shout out to. Mike Levin, director of product for Peacock. Well,
0: maybe talk to somebody about making it easier to use.
1: Yeah, maybe. Hey, Mike. Mike and Mike listens to every episode, so <laughs> I just <laughs> want to <laughs> let you know. Um, uh, all right, but no, but I guess the under what they're saying now is that the tech should be ready. Either it either is or it should be ready soon. So sounds like they sh- are going to be moving to Max.
0: That's big dirt. I'm very excited about that. Uh, the least of uh, the excitement comes from. I'm not going to have to pay 50 bucks every other month now, right? Here's like, what we
1: can yeah, and here's what we can agree on. Bleacher sucks. Bleacher is sucks, garbage. That man. is horrendous. Bleacher's sucks. stuff is horrendous.
0: There's so many I, times I've paid for the pay-per-view twice. Yeah. I just cuz cuz something went wrong and, and I don't I wouldn't even know how to get anybody on the phone, you know, to yeah. fix it.
1: Yeah. No. I ride for a Peacock. Bleacher Bleacher can go to hell.
0: Joey um, rides with the cock, man. What do you? Yeah,
1: ride you with the. Co- I ride with the cock. Um, all right, two more real quick. Yep. The Dudleys have signed a Legends deal with WWE. Yeah, I'll
0: go big dirt. Yeah,
1: that's the news. That's all. I mean. Yeah,
0: I'll go big dirt. But what I like think that. isn't
1: isn't but isn't uh Bull- Bubba or bu- Bully or isn't he wrestling in Impact? Soon? Yeah, Bullies with Impact. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: And I don't believe Devon is actually a producer with WWE anymore. I don't think he's with them. Yeah. anymore.
1: But I, I would imagine signing a Legends deal means they're going to do something. They're yep. going to be back, right? I like
0: it. Big Dirt. Like it. Okay.
1: And then this one, I had to throw this in there. This is probably the biggest news of the week for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to guess of... I'm just going to say... I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm assuming this is Big Dirt because... Go on. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, Zazlo needs to hear this. Gable Stevenson has been removed from the NXT roster yep. page. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's the news. That's the yeah,
0: news. I'm going. I saw it too. I'm going big. Dirt. He sucks, man. I'm sorry. I don't know any other way to put it. You know, he, they've been in a holding pattern with him for what seems like six or seven years. If he had any kind of talent or acumen for pro wrestling, we'd we, we'd see him by now. Like, it's enough already. You know. Yep. I, I I'm and I'm not even talking about the, the the rape accusations. I mean, that stuff's bad enough. Anyway, you know, like get out of here with that. But yep. even putting that to the side, uh, there, there's nothing I've seen from him that interests me. I think he sucks. So, I don't know what the reason is they took him off the roster. I mean, it could be because they're moving him to the main roster, God forbid. But I, I feel like this is big dirt because maybe they're just like, yeah, you know what? This got, The juice ain't worth the squeeze here. Enough already.
1: Well, I, and also because his first match sucked and he got booed and everyone hated him. I mean, he, got,
0: he had the crowd chanting for Baron Corbin. Yeah. Th- that that's that's a red flag.
1: WWE has spent close to a decade trying to f- to force yeah. the next trying to force the next Kurt Angle when down our is, throat. You already have it in the ring and it's Gable. Kutcher the other night, yeah, when it's Gable. Yeah. You know, it's it's always right. been Gable, but they tried it with Jason Jordan and they tried it with right. Gable Steveson, and they always they had it. It was there.
0: And the same bullshit happened with Parker Boudreaux, where like they thought, oh, okay, this is the next Brock Lesnar. Now nah, you know what? Guy, that kind of fucking sucks. Yeah. So they, they cut ties them and I think it's the same thing with Gable Steveson.
1: Yeah, it looks it looks like it's headed that way, which, yeah, yeah he'll, he'll go back to college he'll win another gold medal and ride off into the sunset. Good for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, excellent job. Excellent job. There's another edition of Big Dirt, not Big Dirt. So, yeah, big week of pro wrestling, obviously, coming up. We'll do it again next weekend. Joey, tell all your fans you'll talk to them next week. Go ahead.
1: We'll see you guys next week, and uh, love you all. See you soon. We'll see you.
0: All right, we love wrestling. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. It's great for the algorithm, and then I get all the monies. We'll talk to you next week on another edition of It's Still Real to Me. See ya.